Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the weird fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish that are on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. Now, this week we sit down with Housewives superfan, Jerry O'Connell, who tells us what he really thinks of new housewife, Leah McSweeney, plus so much more. But before we get to that, we of course have to run down all of this week's episodes, plus the latest news. So much to get to. Joe, where do we even begin? (laughs) So much to get to, as always. I gotta say, though, I'm so happy we have Jerry on this week. Me too. I love Jerry. He's the best. And I'm sure everyone that listens to this podcast will agree, because I was just explaining to friends recently, since he was on Watch What Happens Live this week, a few of my friends were like, what's his deal? Because he's so enthusiastic about Bravo. I'm like, to me, he represents like the straight guy who makes it okay to watch Bravo all the time and just be excited mm-hmm. about it. Like he gives people hope that it's not just for women and gay men. <laughs> no, totally. Totally. I had, I actually had my husband watch real housewives of New York with me again last night yes. and he loved it. <laughs> See, I, I yeah. love it. He was like, these women are fantastic. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Wait, so we're, we're about to get into it, but has he watched Beverly Hills? He has not watched Beverly Hills. No. Hasn't watched Beverly Hills, but I, I got to get him on that one next. I think he may be into the Brandy Denise drama because we got oh, 100%. We got to <laughs> kick it off with that again this week because Brandy is out there sharing tweets, sharing messages, mm-hmm. doing the whole thing. And this week she is saying that Denise has to take responsibility. She said in a tweet, quote, maybe if you're so worried about hurting your children, then as a married woman, you should not F your <laughs> castmates and expect it not to get out. Yikes. Take responsibility for your part, DR. So I mean, she's really laying it out there. She really <laughs> is. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this week after week. I mean, right. we're, we kind of believe Brandy. Yeah. And I feel like Denise, I mean, we've said this too, Denise could have just put this to bed. Yes. If she just was like, yes, we hooked up, moving on. Right, because... Right? I, we wouldn't I, be talking about it anymore. No, and I think that Rena this week has brought up a great point that Denise's first season last year was very open about the happy endings. Right. uh, Having sex with Aaron the first time they met or whatever it was. I mean, I I don't know for sure, but 
just being a little bit more open about not only her life, but her sex life. And this year it's like mom's the word about any of it, really. Yeah. I mean, we've also discussed this, but I feel like Aaron kind of put the gabosh on that and was like, okay, we're not talking about our sex life anymore. We're not being right. that open and honest about things. And that could be, that could be the secret twist is that Aaron's a little bit more playing producer behind the scenes than we realize. Maybe, maybe. And, or maybe she just didn't like what people were saying about her after last season. She kind of wanted to change up her image. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But I think one of the ladies said like, I, I don't know if it was last night, like she's dealt with Charlie Sheen. She can deal with a lot worse yes. than what she's dealing yes. with right now, which I, is I, true. Yeah, I agree. Hearing that this week, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. But yeah, also it, if she did go through all the Charlie Sheen drama, maybe she's like really trying to like not add any more to the plate because she true, has been true. there. She was like, I've been there, done that. I just want to kind of live my life. Right. But then if that's the case, don't go on Real Housewives. No. <laughs> I mean, because we talked about this last week. It's you know, you sign up for a reality show, but where it does get a little tricky is like, is it fair game to discuss what happens when the cameras aren't rolling or even when you're not in production? And I, right. I think that's a subjective question. I think a lot of people would say yes. I'm sort of leaning towards no, because I just feel bad. It's like, so that means 365 days a year, everything you do could get brought up on Housewives. I mean, right, I don't know. That's true. Yeah, no, that is true. Like sometimes when the cameras are off, like, just let me live my life. Yeah. I get it. I get so, I kind of I see both sides. I really do. Right. But I don't know. It still makes for good TV for us. Yes. Oh, the best. <laughs> right, yeah. So let's move on to Garcelle because she actually threw some shade at Lisa Renna this week. And I actually yeah. thought she kind of made a good point. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. So Lisa, obviously, if you follow her on Instagram, you know that she constantly is posting like kind of half naked videos of herself dancing in the mirror and doing whatever. And Garcelle kind of called her on it. Right. And I think, you know, she said something to the effect of she wouldn't be posting these half naked dancing videos with a daughter that has body image issues. Yeah. And I, right. my, my eyes kind of bugged out of my head because I'd never thought of that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just didn't either. knew that her daughter was going through this. They talk about it on the show. I obviously love Rinna's dancing videos on Instagram. I think they're fun and lighthearted. And obviously aren't out there to hurt anyone. But sometimes you do have to think about something like that. And Garcelle's comment, it was like, wow, that is true. And you bring up a really good point. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. I mean, Lisa, I mean, at 57, she looks amazing. Amazing. But yes, you should probably, like, if your daughter has body issues, your mom's Lisa Renna, maybe kind of tone it down a little bit. But... I'm not here to mom shame. <laughs> yeah, no mom shaming. I'm not no. even a woman or a mom, so I can't <laughs> shame any of it. But um, I wonder if Lisa heard that and was like, wow, wake up call. I know. I really wonder that, too, because, you know, sometimes you don't even put two and two together. You don't think about what could be bothering. Or maybe she's had a conversation with her daughter that we don't know about. And her daughter's like, mom, you look great. Post it. Yeah, do it. Right. Yeah. We have no idea. But and I think but we should be on it. we should be dancing at any size and showing right. it off. Just do it, whatever. Totally, I, so. I totally agree. Totally, totally agree. Okay, moving on to Teddy Mellencamp. As we know, her daughter had to undergo brain surgery. She made it out great. It was a yes. successful surgery, but like literally, what a day after her son oh breaks his thumb. Oh <laughs> my god! I mean, Christina, as I'm just talking about being a mom, I'm sure you can relate. Mm -hmm. Just with things crumbling, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> you one good thing happens, 
you wake up the next day, another, another issue happens. I mean, I can't 100%. believe it. I feel so bad. I do too. She's not having a good summer. She really isn't. On top of like, you know, entertaining kids during a quarantine, obviously dealing with probably the most stressful thing, having your four-month-old daughter go under oh, brain surgery. Yeah. And now you have to deal with your son breaking his thumb. I feel like something else happened to them in the beginning of the summer too. Right. But my brain kind of, I, but something escapes me. But yes, it, it has been an eventful summer for the Mellencamp. It has. I mean, I'm sure she blamed Edwin because... Yeah, sure. They're saying that um, Edwin and their five-year-old son, Cruz, were on a bike ride and that he fell and broke his thumb. So I'm sure oh, Teddy was like, this geez. is all your fault. But it does make me think that because they went through such a very traumatic situation, you know, this brain surgery is obviously no joke. I wonder if they're like, oh, broken thumb, we can handle that, you know? <laughs> No big deal. Yeah. yeah. Or almost like you just have to laugh about it at that point. You're like, right. whatever, I can keep handling it a little bit more. Bring it on. Absolutely. So we wish yeah. them well and hope well, no one, everyone stays healthy and safe out there. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, you know, a couple that are handling a lot of stress right now are Lisa Vanderpump and Ken because yes. they have been accused by some employees for not paying them. And this isn't the first time this has happened either. No. And I, I'm kind of surprised because as we all know, they've been very successful with their multiple restaurants over the years. I would assume that they would be on the up and up when it comes to the business end of things. But, so, you know, you don't always know what's going on behind closed doors or what they're doing with the books. I mean, so maybe they are kind of shady with stuff because, you know, this one woman did file a class action lawsuit on behalf yeah. of herself and others who previously worked at Sir on Friday, July 31st. And that's no joke. It wasn't just like, hey, you're screwing us over. Like they filed a lawsuit. So Right. Yeah, they filed a lawsuit. They basically said that they routinely worked over eight hours per day, 40 hours per week, seven days a week and weren't compensated for the hours worked in excess. And, you know, they weren't accurately tracking or paying for all the hours worked. So, yeah. This is, this is not this. Yeah, this is definitely not something that they would probably want to deal with when they are going through a pandemic and all their restaurants are closed. You know, one of their restaurants actually closed completely. Right. So this is not a great summer for the Vanderpumps <laughs> as well. No, I mean, <laughs> bad press on top of bad press and specifically talking about their businesses, which I know they're both very prideful about. It also makes me think we all know that they are not hurting for money. So just right. settle out of court and pay these people what they're owed and move 100%. on. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, just move on, put it behind you. I mean, you know, we still don't even know what's going on with Vanderpump Rules for next season either. So, right. Uh, it's... Uh, everything is kind of up in there up in the air at the moment and it's you know it's also just not a good look reputation wise that this has happened a few times for them you know mm -hmm. she's no longer technically on housewives of beverly hills but i guarantee you the likes of lisa vanderpump and ked todd still care about how they're perceived oh totally uh, right so yeah i would be yeah. Um, okay, moving on to Peter Thomas from Real Housewives of Atlanta. It turns out he got COVID, yeah. so he's on the mend. So, Joe, how did he get that, or how does he think he got this? Well, so this is funny because he thinks he got it by taking selfies with fans. <laughs> and if you remember a few episodes back when we talked about Andy Cohen getting COVID, my theory was that in the tight studio 
over here in New York where he shoots Watch What Happens Live, you know, he's taking selfies with fans. Right. He's interacting with people in close quarters. That was sort of my theory as to how these celebrities were probably getting it. And that's what Peter Thomas says, that he yeah. he was taking some pictures with fans and even in masks and what have you. But my only thing is how many people were asking Peter Thomas for a selfie? <laughs> no, no offense, Peter. But like, I mean, Andy Cohen at in a live studio audience audience, I get yes. that. But like on the streets of Atlanta, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand it either. It's not like, oh my God, there's Peter Thomas. I need to get a, risk my health to get a selfie. Yes. But I guess some people did. But you know what this made me think of is that, you know, back in when all of this hit and it's been a very traumatic several months, obviously. But, you know, when we found out that Tom Hanks had it, remember yeah. how dramatic that was? And then yeah, even when he Andy, was like the first one. Yeah. And Rita Wilson, of course. And then Andy Cohen getting it. It was like, oh, my God. Now I feel like we've gotten so numb to what this year has been like. It's like, oh, now Peter Thomas has it like it's just so much more right. casual talking about these diagnoses, which doesn't take away the seriousness of it. But it just it's just crazy that here's where we're at this point, you know, and that's so true. It's like, oh, all right, no big deal. He has it. Yeah. But, you know, it obviously is a big deal. People are getting really sick from it and people are dying from it. So yeah. we wish him a speedy recovery. Yes, really do. definitely. All right. So this is something that I know you and I cannot wait for. So oh. the Real Housewives of New York, they filmed the reunion. They filmed it in person and it is going to be epic. It is going to be epic. I am so glad. And I'm sure everyone out there listening can agree that we are so glad that they are in person. Yes. Because like it's I said, be- I've said the Atlanta Zoom reunion was fabulous and I'm sure the Beverly Hills one will be just as good, but you got to get them in the room together. Yeah, got to get them in the room. I'm sure a lot of drama ensued. I mean, Ramona complained that Luann and Sonia were late. Oh, that was so good. So good. So she wasn't too happy about that. Andy and Luann took selfie with masks. You know, it seems like Leah survived her first reunion as well. So it's going to be it's going to be good. What what is hard for me as a Housewives fanatic is now with social media and like us having sources and getting information like we know it's filmed. So now I'm like drooling to watch it, but we still have to get through the rest of the season before it even happens. You know, it's like I almost want like a live reunion because I just can't wait to see how it went down for both Beverly Hills and New York. Yes. I mean, and I wonder if Ramona and Leah are on good terms now. I mean, granted, we know that they like kind of made up in Mexico during the episode, but Ramona commented on Leah's Instagram post after the reunion. So who knows? Maybe they kind of really buried the hatchet because so much has gone down since cameras stopped rolling between these two on on social media. So who knows? that's what I know I thought that was going to be the real showdown at the reunion and who knows maybe it will hopefully it will because we really do need to see that play out Mm -hmm. but like you said let's segues perfectly into our clip of the week because Ramona and Leah somehow made up last night in Mexico which I didn't really expect but clearly after a night of dinner and drinks they clearly wanted to bury the hatchet at least for the remainder of their trip in Mexico so let's listen to how that went down We had talked about when you come to my party that you'd kind of put your 30-year-old self away and kind of be a little more 
demure. And when you weren't, I was just a little hurt and disappointed. And that was my feelings. Well, feelings aren't facts. That's why I want to get down to like, what happened? Do you know what I mean? Like, what did I do? Like, because you must have been pretty angry to talk about like mental health issues and bring no, that, that up. No, like, that. I'm so confused no. about all okay. this. I'm sorry I made you feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry I let my feelings, expectations affect everything. I just want to go forward with you. Okay. I really do. And also, when it comes to like your friends and like their perception of me and like just like who gives a shit? I know. know? Okay. I, like I said, I let my own head get in the way. All right. Okay, so okay, I apologize. Cool. All right. All yeah, right. no problem. All right. Yeah. I don't know about you, but this was like such the, the most awkward apology ever. It was, I was like so, I was so a backhanded apology. <laughs> like, I'm going to apologize, but I'm not really sorry. I don't even know why I'm apologizing. And I don't know why I was mad at you to begin with. Completely. <laughs> and Ramona did what I think a lot of people do. And it's always, like you said, the backhanded apology thing. She goes, I'm sorry I made you feel dot, dot, right. dot. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. not I'm sorry for my actions. She's like putting it back on the other person. That is so passive aggressive and annoying (laughs) yeah i feel like i mean leah kind of said in her confessional she was like i just want to move on i don't even care anymore i'm gonna enjoy the rest of my time in mexico and if this is how she wants to apologize so be it and i totally agree because at some point it's Mm -hmm. like i'm just like leah was just over talking about the nonsense from the birthday party it's like that was days ago and now we're on this trip who cares who cares moving moving on moving on but speaking about your point about ramona and leah making up at the reunion. I wonder if Ramona has been picking up on Leah's popularity. Yes. And is like, I totally, I, that's I, right. Such a good point. I totally thought that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I want to stay on this show, yes. mm-hmm. I have got to get my act together. I don't know. And Ramona's the OG. So she's, she's smarter than we think about the showbiz aspect of it all. So she's probably like, they're not kicking my ass off. I'm going to make sure totally. I am good with Leah because she's the new it girl. So, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> it's, what, it's definitely what I think, too. Yeah. All right. Moving on to who is being such a liar, Camille? You're such a f-ing liar, Camille. Joe, why don't we keep it going on New York? Yes, let's keep it going on New York, because another twosome that had to have a little side conversation was Dorinda and Luann in their yes. cabana after the camel ride. Which the camel ride was hilarious. Did you not? Oh my god, it? so funny! Yes, I loved it. I had I loved totally forgotten about the Marrakesh one from years ago. Yes. <laughs> How did I forget that? Luann was rocked and rolled on that thing. She really was. I loved it. And, and this year, Sonia was rock, rocked and rolled, and she was like, "Get me off!" It was so <laughs> Get good. Get me off this. Yeah. But anyway, back to who's being a liar. I think we all saw it. Dorinda completely made up what Luann said. Yeah, she really before, did. And it was sort of embarrassing. It was embarrassing and I felt really bad for Luann. Like she worked so hard to kind of put this in the past and like it's constantly being thrown in her face. I agree. You know, like she's really put in the work and she's really changed. And for her to just just to do that and not even apologize for it is just not right. And, you know, both of us love us some Dorinda. Yeah. I got to take Luann's side on this one. Absolutely. I do, too. And because frankly, that wasn't set, like whatever Dorinda claimed Luann said didn't happen. Number right. one, Leah even told her that the morning of and was like, no, that wasn't what happened. Dorinda was just being very bullheaded about it. And I do have to say, Dorinda, you're done bringing up the mugshot girl. It's done. Yeah. Put it to over. bed. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it All it's doing is embarrassing you, I think. 
I think so too. Yeah. I mean, so. everybody else has moved on from it. Everybody's, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's almost like she just says it because she knows it's going to hurt her feelings. Totally. And I, and I feel, like you said, I feel bad for the win. All she was trying to do was play mediator between Dorinda right. and she Ramona. Was, it's like, don't kill the messenger. Completely. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think that little cabana chat ended well, really. It kind of no, I don't think spiraled so out of control and it was like uncomfortable. Anyway, were, it, it was uncomfortable. Who's your liar this week? Speaking of other uncomfortable things, um, <laughs> when Denise said that Brandy had sex with multiple housewives on the cast and everyone's like, um, I think you're just making this up. And I kind of agree. I think like somebody made a good point. Be like, why didn't you say this last night when we when we said something to you? Yeah, this was this was really shocking because a I didn't see it coming. And B, I agree. It was like if this is actually based in truth and you know this to be fact why don't you bring it up the night before and say oh brandy's slinging rumors my way well guess what ladies she's telling me stuff about you like if it's really just a bunch of nonsense and rumors that brandy's making up bring it up in the moment it's almost like denise sat on it and was like trying to like figure out how to deflect the situation and then 24 right. hours later she's doing it which sort of just hurts her case Right. And she keeps on going back and forth being like, I don't talk to Brandy. Right. I did talk to Brandy. It's like, oh, you got to get your story straight. <laughs> yeah, because you can't even figure out if and when you talk to her. Now you just look like the liar, liar. in this situation. Yeah. Uh, she really Oof. does. Uh, ugh, it's awkward. All right. Let's go on to who going to check us, boo. Who going to check me, boo? Joe, who going to check you? All right. No one can check me that. Congratulations <laughs> to the cast and crew and production of The Real Housewives of New York for the past 200 episodes because they just celebrated their 200th last night. And I don't think anyone can check us that 200 episodes later, they are better than ever. Yes, I totally agree. It is just, you know, and that's a hard thing to do, I think, as we know, in anything in production or entertainment. Like, it's not easy to keep something afloat. and. Not only keep it afloat, but make it better than ever. And they're right. doing it. And especially losing one of the most popular housewives last year with Bethany. Yes. And still making it such such a great show. Yes. Kudos to them. I know. And it made Love me it. think with the Emmy, the primetime Emmy nominations coming out recently. I know, like, it may seem far-fetched, but there are a few categories for reality. Unscripted, scripted, competition, all that stuff. It's like... When is the housewives going to creep in? Because I wouldn't be That's surprised so if it does soon. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's well, I mean, it's long overdue. I mean, yeah. it's great television that's been on for years and years and years. Right. So many people watch. It's become a cultural phenomenon. You know, yeah. you think. Even for like the editors or somebody. Right. They, they do, do a really job. great job. They really do. They really, really do. Yeah. It's time. Who's your check me boo moment of the week? I mean, you can't check me that the difference between the housewives vacations <laughs> this year is oh. like uncanny. I mean, between even the fashion, the glam, oh the location, the food, like it's just like Beverly Hills is just so over the top. I mean, so Doreen the with top. these fashion shows before she goes out, showing up 40 minutes late for dinner with what? this hair from like straight out of the 70s. I mean, I, can't, I, I just can't. can't. What did you think of that? It was a bit much. I mean, she, <laughs> I mean, she looked fantastic. That outfit is to die for. Yeah. But I mean, just the thought alone about bringing like a full team of glam to a vacation just so you can go to dinner in the hotel lobby is just beyond me. <laughs> no, literally, I was like, 
I said to my friend, I was like, if they were going to like a museum opening, like gala right. situation, I would get it. But like, yeah. literally, they're going to like the basement restaurant of a club in Rome yeah. to just have dinner with each other. It's absurd. And I thought like Erica looked like she literally was wearing her Roxy Hart in Chicago on Broadway outfit costume she really was but it's so funny like they went to this beautiful fancy dinner in Rome and then in uh, New York when they were in Mexico they went to like this hole in the wall restaurant where the guy's serving drinks from his head (laughs) like it's just amazing and doing their own hair and makeup yes like looking a little busted from a day at the beach which I (laughs) love because that's what vacation is it's not Versace gowns and Roxy Hart costumes Yes, it's really not. I just loved and like Luann just dancing with the weight. Like it was just it was fun. Oh, like it was so between good. the two vacations, as much as I love Rome and it's so beautiful, I totally would have gone with New York. Me too. And I've been to Cancun many times and I'm like, yeah, eh, whatever. But I definitely would choose that trip over the Italy trip. I would too. I would too. All right. Let's uh before we wrap things up, we have to check in with our housewife super fan, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry. We spoke to him. Oh my god, I just spoke to him uh last week. And he told us all about, you know, his thoughts on Leah, absolutely loves her, and what he thinks about a Lisa Vanderpump-less Housewives of Beverly Hills. So take a listen. Have you been catching up on your Housewives? Of course. Yeah? I've not seen the new Potomac. I think that just aired. Coming on Sunday. <laughs> oh, well, then good. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all caught up. It's really interesting to watch Beverly Hills now that Lisa Vanderpump's not on there. It's interesting to see who's jockeying for that throne. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh... You would think the natural heir on that show would be Kyle, but I have to say, I think Lisa Rinna might be uh, might be the new queen of uh, of a Beverly Hills. It's it's really uh, it's interesting to watch a Vanderpumpless Beverly Hills. Yeah. Do you do you find it more entertaining, less entertaining, or just as entertaining as it was? It just as entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And the ladies in New York, they're, I mean, they love to party, those ladies. <laughs> it's true. It is a fantastic. It's really interesting it. to watch Real Housewives in New York because it's all a pre-pandemic world that they're mm-hmm. just like partying and like breaking social distancing and like in each other's pieces. It's really, uh, it's really funny. It's really interesting to watch. It's like, yeah. it's like watching stuff from, from like another world. I have to get to your take. Are you on Team Brandy or Team Denise with all this drama? I, I do have to say, I'm so sorry. I have not watched Beverly Hills in the last two weeks. So I, I don't have an educated answer for no that. Worries. But I am going to be on Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday. So this weekend is dedicated to watching the last two weeks of Beverly Hills and last week's New York. No worries. Do you like Leah, the new housewife Leah on New York? Of course. I great? love her. Mm-hmm. Mick Sweeney. It's so funny. You know, sweatshirts that she wears, A-Life, it is a really cool store and clothing line that's in downtown New York. I was familiar with her as like a designer and stuff before Leah came on the show. I think Leah's fitting in great. I mean, so fun. And that's a tough, you have to be a strong person to break into that group. That is like, I mean, it's the, it may be the toughest group of all. And Leah... <laughs> Leah may have done it the best. I mean, I'm going to say it right now. Leah may be the best rookie housewife of all time. I agree. I totally agree. Jumped right in mm-hmm. as a New Yorker, uh, immediately bonded with Countess, went through a few arguments with people, held her own. Really, 
really nothing but praise. I agree. I think the only person that would disagree with you is probably Ramona, but <laughs> that's okay. We're allowed to have healthy debates. Have you guys been binging anything? Like, you know, when you, you throw in your Bob Evans and then sit down on the couch and watch any TV, any movies, you guys catching up on any of your, your old stuff? My family and I love reality television. We watch together as a family. Uh, hey, shout out to my Bob Evans co-worker, Alfonso Ribeiro and his America's Funniest Videos. If you have a family, and I have two 11-year-old girls, that is our sweet spot right there. And, you know, even as a jaded Hollywood type, you can't help but laugh at that show. Enough with the plugs about Alfonso, my, my Bob <laughs> Evans partner. We love... 90 Day Fiance, mm -hmm. both of them. There's two 90 Day Fiancés. There's a regular 90 Day Fiancé and there's 90 Day Fiancé the other way. There was a scene in 90 Day Fiancé the other way where, let me just break it down for your viewers. The An American moves to another country to mm -hmm. be with their new spouse from a country other than the United States. And there was a scene with a translator, uh, a oh. Korean to English translator, and the translator kept messing up what the husband was trying to say to his wife. It was maybe one of the funniest scenes ever watched in all of television. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. The translator was not saying what the dude was trying to say to his baby mama. It was bananas That's and so funny. I just spoke to Colt and Debbie from 90 Day Fiance the other day. Ah, uh, Colty! No, I only know him as a Colty! Ah, <laughs> uh, Colty! Are they still together? Are they, are they making it work? Colt and Jess are now together. Colt and Larissa aren't together anymore. Oh, I know that. Oh, yeah. oh I, I, I thought you spoke to Colt and Jess. No, Colt, Colt and his mom and his mom. Oh, mom, right. Yeah. Oh, they have a... They have an interesting relationship. Both They're Colty still together. <laughs> Colty and mom are still together. Thank goodness. So interesting that he agrees with us that Leah is probably the best rookie housewife of all time. Yep. And that he thinks Lisa Renna is taking over the crown, the throne from Lisa Vanderpump instead of Kyle, which I, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's hard because I initially think Kyle because she's been on longer than yeah. Lisa Renna, obviously. So I lean towards Kyle being maybe the center of the group. But I don't disagree with his points about Lisa Rinna. I get it. I get it. And I, I think he's right. She is gunning for it. Like she wants it more than Kyle. I think Kyle feels a little bit more secure in her role as like the anchor of this group. Yeah. But Lisa is hungry for it. I'll say that. Oh, she is, she is hungry. She is hungry. Well, Joe, that is the end of this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Thank you so much again, as Thank always. You. Always such a pleasure. Always so fun. And I can't wait for more Potomac. We didn't really get I to know. that this week, but we'll talk more next week about it. Yes, we will talk about more next week. Usually the first episode always sets things up. It was a great episode, but, yes. you know, the drama is definitely simmering. Yes, <laughs> and I hear episode two this coming Sunday, they have a dinner that is really good, I hear. So okay. I'm excited okay. to watch that. Definitely. And we will break it all down next week on yes. next week's show. But if you need your housewife six before then, make sure you head on over to usmagazine.com where we have got you covered. I'll see you guys next week.